Hi, I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy with another Global Real Estate School podcast. Welcome to the podcast. My name is John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy, and this is episode 168. And four days in a row, mind you, (laughs) I'm excited about that. Uh, Actually, uh, yesterday's podcast, I'm curious your thoughts. Um, The two previous days, I've been doing my podcast from a brand new sound booth I have. Yesterday, I did the podcast from uh, a little snowball microphone I have at my desk. And boy, I could really tell the difference. So I'm back in the sound booth. Uh, It's easier sometimes to do the podcast from my desk, but um, I'm just going to bring my equipment into the sound booth for the podcast and do it from here because I really think the quality of the audio sounds so much better. It's not that it's difficult to do it in the sound booth. I just have a different setup for doing podcasting. And so anyway, we're here and hopefully this sounds good. Hopefully there's not a lot of peas popping. (laughs) But um, we want to talk to you today about a question or questions that you could see on the real estate exam and how to answer those correctly. And it really uh, discusses co-ownership situations. And if you were to see questions or a question on the real estate exam where one of the parties did not want to sell Um, in a co-ownership situation. And we talk about several types of co-ownership situations. Naturally, you have tenants by the entirety, which are husbands and wives, right? Has to be husband and wife, uh, tenancy by the entirety. And then we also have joint tenancy and tenancy in common, another form of co-ownership. We remember joint tenancy from the four unities PIT is the acronym, P-I-T-T. If the co-owners want to take title as joint tenants, then the four unities have to be present. Equal possession, they took title, and um, at the same time, they all have equal interest. Now, if, and that has right of survivorship, joint tenancy, remember that, which means if one of the co-owners dies, the other co-owners actually receive their interest. And you have to read these questions. I know I say that every day, but you have to read the questions very carefully. I was reading an exam question, and it said that uh, two people had taken title as joint tenants, and one of them died testate. They're trying to trip you up there. In other words, one of them died, and, and that person had a will. And they wanted to know how would the new co-owner own the property now. And they were trying to get you to... Uh, cue into that fact that, well, if he died with a will, then his heirs would get the property. But remember, under a joint tenancy, there's right of survivorship. So it doesn't matter if the joint tenant died with or without a will. The other co-owner, in this case, there were two, and now there's one because one of them dies. The other co-owner now owns the property in severalty. Remember, single, sole ownership, and we attach the S for single or sole ownership with the word severalty. That's what that ties into. Don't forget, corporations are single entities. So whenever a corporation purchases real estate, 
they purchase or they take title to the real estate in severalty, sole ownership, single ownership. Corporation is a single entity. Okay, so joint tenancy, <laughs> right of survivorship. We covered a lot of ground there, right of survivorship. The four unities have to be present. We remember those unities by the acronym PITT, P-I-T-T. Those co-owners have to take title at the same time, and they all get interest and possession. All of that has to happen at the same time, equal interest. And that's, you know, that equal interest sometimes tips you off on how to answer those questions. And then we have tenants in common where there is no right of survivorship. In other words, you can leave your interest to your heirs. Now, co-ownership in today's podcast and what I'm trying to get to, even though I'm hoping that I'm giving you some great information to help you with lots of questions over these topics, is that what happens if one of the owners wants to sell and the others do not? Well, in a joint tenancy, you have to, the, the person who would want to sell and the others do not want to sell, again, it's a joint tenancy, you'd have to seek a partition suit from the court. Now, in a tenancy in common, you can actually sell your interest. Remember, in a tenancy in common, interest can be equal or unequal. In a joint tenancy, they all have to have equal interest. But in a tenancy in common, you could have equal or unequal interest. So if you're a tenant in common with other co-owners and you want to sell your interest, you can do that. No problem at all. But if you're wanting the co-owners to sell the entire property and distribute the funds and the other co-owners do not want to sell, then it's just like a joint tenancy. You would have to seek a partition suit from the court. We'll read the questions carefully. I've got a question in one of my uh, chapters on this and a lot of people miss it. A lot of people want to write me a question and say, hey, John, I thought such and such. And I have to, I actually, I, I think I have a, pre, a pre-written response in that you didn't read the question carefully. The question said that they wanted to sell uh, the entire property and the other owners did not want to sell. Well, in that case, whether it's a tenants in common or a joint tenancy, you have to go to court and seek a partition suit. Now, in a tenants in common, if you just want to sell your interest to someone else, you can do that. No problem at all. But if you're trying to sell the entire property and you have a tenant in common co-ownership relationship with the other owners, well, it is just like a joint tenancy when one of the owners wants to sell and the others do not want to sell, you have to seek a partition suit. Wow, seven minutes, but we covered a lot of ground, and I hope this was helpful for you. I cover a lot of this in my course entitled MyRealEstateExamCoach.com. I had a student from South Dakota. He told me, John, I really just got myself into that program after I finished the course and used that for studying. And he said it helped me so much in passing the real estate exam. So check it out. You can go to GlobalRealEstateSchool.com. It's there. 
but I also set up a separate landing page at myrealestateexamcoach.com. Now, be sure and subscribe to the podcast. Tell others about Global Real Estate School. We appreciate any five stars or kind feedback you can provide us. That always makes my day. Thank you for that. And remember, we have a YouTube channel with some great content over at YouTube. I try to post the most current information over there that I'm hearing about. Be sure and subscribe, not only to this podcast, but over at YouTube as well. And check out our website at globalrealestateschool.com. Hey, four days in a row. This is episode 168. And uh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I appreciate your kindness. As always, go out and make it a great day. Thank you for listening to the podcast for Global Real Estate School. I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy. Go out and make it a great day.